We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, March the 2nd, 2021. On today's show, it is game day. Gamecocks taking on the 12th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks at Colonial Life Arena. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk top storylines, Arkansas players to watch for, keys to the game. I'll give my prediction. Much, much more from there as well. Also, a little baseball in the midweek. South kind of traveling to Winthrop to take on the Winthrop Eagles. I'll give my outlook on that. Much more, guys. We've got a packed show here on a Tuesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew, guys, is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website. That's upstatemoversgroup.com, upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. folks what's going on hope you're doing well i'm chris phillips just the spurs up show as always happy tuesday 
A little midweek action here on a Tuesday. Very excited to be coming to you guys here on this Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well, whether you're in the office, you're on the commute, you got the day off, whatever it may be. I hope this show and I hope this finds you well here on this Tuesday morning, afternoon. Maybe you're on the lunch hour, whatever it may be, guys. Hope you're all doing well. We got a packed show. We're talking a little basketball. We're talking baseball. So without further ado, guys, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Because, again, it is Game day, South Carolina men's basketball. Yes, believe it or not, the season is still going on after beating Georgia on Saturday. Can the Gamecocks make it back-to-back wins for the first time in, gosh, I mean, when's the last time South Carolina had back-to-back wins this season? But they'll try to do that tonight, taking on the 12th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. And the final home game, by the way, of this season, a lot of Gamecocks, or at least a few notable ones, Maybe playing their last games in Garnet and Black. Maybe playing their last games at Colonial Life Arena against 630 tip-off on the SEC Network. Again, the 12th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks, they're a nine-point favorite in this one. The over-under set at 154.5. Like I said, guys, in the latest AP Top 25 that was dropped yesterday, Arkansas, the 12th-ranked team in the country. You look at their record, and you can see it. 19-5 and overall, 11-4 and in the conference. Their head coach is Eric Musselman, uh, who's done a really, really good job of that Arkansas program. And you take a look at Arkansas. They are impressive statistically. There is no doubt about that. Plus 12.3 in the scoring margin, guys. They average 82.4 points per game. They hold their opponents to just 70.2 points per game. As far as shooting goes, they're shooting 45% from the field, 33% from three-point range, holding their opponents to just 41% from the field and 32% from three-point range. Can I also say this, by the way? Isn't it crazy? Like, you know, this, this... This game and and talking about this program and I'm mentioning Arkansas again, it feels crazy to me to say the 12th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks in basketball. And again, I'm going to get off on kind of a separate thing and something completely out of left field, if you will, that doesn't really go, and I don't even have in my notes here. But, like, really quickly, I just want to say, this is kind of why I think, like, some people like me and others, like, get kind of irritated when people say, oh, well, South Carolina's not a basketball school. You know, they're they're just not a basketball school, and they'll never be a basketball school, and they'll never have that type of success. I'm like... Is Arkansas a basketball school to you guys? Like, Arkansas. I I just, when I think of great basketball, my mind does not immediately travel to Fayetteville. You know what I mean? Like, the 12th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks, again, 19-5, and 11-4 on the season. Whatever they're doing, it's working out pretty well. I I don't know. That's just something that kind of stood out to me. It's like the Arkansas Razorbacks. Are they really a basketball powerhouse? But this season, of course, like I said, guys, a top 15 program. Again, going to be a really tough challenge for Frank Martin and his crew. With that being said, let's go ahead, guys, jump right into top storylines for this one. And like I said, coming off that big win on Saturday at Georgia, I don't think many, even with the successes you had had against Georgia in the past, you came in that game on a six-game losing streak. Nobody really expected much out of you. Nobody expected you certainly to go on the road and get the W and certainly in the fashion in which you got it in. Now you come back home. You got something to feel good about. You got a little bit of momentum. This is the final home game, like I mentioned, of this season. The final time you're going to take the floor at Colonial Life Arena. You know, it seems like with Carolina basketball, no matter how good or bad they are, they're always good for like one wacky home upset you know what I mean and that's really South Carolina sports especially basketball and football right it seems like South Carolina no matter what is good for one upset and really good for at least one time where they lose a game they shouldn't right we're all very very familiar with that scenario 
So I take a look at this game, and again, my top storyline is this. One last home upset. Maybe, just maybe, is this the game for whatever reason? Again, I know most of us coming in this game, most are still like, hey, ready for basketball season to be over. Don't have high hopes. Arkansas is really good. The Georgia win was nice, but eh, come on, let's see if they can do it back-to-back games. You never know. That's why they play the games. Again, on paper, is it a favorable matchup for South Carolina? Absolutely not. Again, there's a reason you're a nine-point underdog. Could this possibly be, though, that one crazy, wacky upset that Frank Martin and the boys find a way to pull off? Another big storyline for me, guys, and this comes from the Georgia game on Saturday. Something that certainly, I, you know, I certainly didn't see coming. You know, to say it's been a disappointing season for Jermaine Kuznard, I think would be putting it lightly. I mean, we're talking about a guy that was preseason all-conference and had all the hype, and, and he had a great freshman year. And I don't know what it is. I mean, Frank Martin has cited confidence issues, and other people have cited this and that, maybe some injuries. But, like, for whatever reason, it has not clicked this year. Like, there's no other way to put it. It simply has not clicked for Jermaine Kuznar. Well, I don't know what happened, if it's his pregame meal, if it's the way he slept, if he just loves playing Georgia, if he loves playing in Stegman. I don't know. But whatever Jermaine Kuznar found on Saturday, can he bottle that up? Like, which Jermaine Kuznar shows up what does he do for an encore because again the Jermaine Kuznar we saw on Saturday that was the guy we expected to see all season long that was the guy we expected to show up game after game after game and be that that deadly trio with him AJ Lawson and Justin Minaya again we haven't gotten that really most of the time we've only gotten one of those three guys perform and that's AJ Lawson which Jermaine Kuznar shows up because again I I kept hearing the announcer say this it was kind of like no duh But he is right. This team just looks exponentially different. With with, with a guy like Jermaine Kuznar, when he's playing well, this team just completely changes. So, again, which version does South Carolina get of Jermaine Kuznar? Again, it's a little bit too late, obviously. It's too little too late in the season for him to figure it out. But I'm just curious to see which guy shows up. Another big storyline for me, and again, this stems from the game on Saturday. The presence of Minot down low. Again, guys, the the late addition to Frank Martin's team, the seven-footer, huge. You watch him out there. It's so funny because Frank Martin made a point. He's not really in basketball shape yet. And uh, certainly, you know, he he looks like a big offensive lineman out there running. But he gives you that inside presence, guys. He's a seven-footer. You know, in Arkansas, obviously, long themselves, and they're big down low, and they're physical you know, and South Carolina certainly all season long has kind of fought that, and they really haven't had that inside presence. Could Minot be that guy? Could Minot be that guy for you? We'll have to see. Another big storyline for me, the emergence of Trey Hannibal. Again, yet just stemming from the Georgia game. Trey Hannibal, again, had the day off last week in the midweek. I, I don't know why he needed it. I don't know what it meant. And, hey, some were even speculating he might transfer. All he does is come out Saturday in Athens and put on a show. Again, we've all kind of been waiting for Trey Hannibal to explode, to come on the scene, to come into his own, to be, again, another dude that we're kind of like, hey, we we feel like we see the potential. We feel like we see the talent there. When is he going to break out and be that star? We all expected when even South Carolina was recruiting him. The emergence of Trey Hannibal, could he be a guy for this team? That in a big spot tonight, again, at the CLA, top 15 opponent, last home game of the year, could he be a guy that emerges for you? And maybe catches Arkansas by surprise and, and maybe leads you to a W. You never know. 
And then again, guys, my final storyline is this. Like I mentioned earlier, the final home game of the season, and there are a couple of Gamecocks that this might be their last one in Garnet and Black. You never know. But the one that really that really stands out to me is A.J. Lawson. Is this his final home game? Is this his final home game? You know, it's been an up-and-down career for A.J. Lawson, certainly. And But I will say this. He's played a ton of great basketball. And if this, if this is the last time he plays at the CLA, if this is the, the final outing, if you will, for A.J. Lawson, sir, I tip my cap to you. I appreciate everything you did for Gamecocks basketball. Um, you know, it hasn't been perfect. Again, it's been very up and down. It's been very erratic. It's been very inconsistent. But again, the guy, I think, is like third in the SEC in scoring. And again, there are other guys that this, this might be – their last game. But A.J. Lawson, the impact he's had on Gamecock basketball, and again, I know his career has not been perfect, but if this is the final time that we see him in Garnet and Black, let's all take it in. Let's enjoy it, especially those that can actually be there. Let's take it in. Let's enjoy it. Let's celebrate it. Celebrate the career of a guy like A.J. Lawson. All right, guys, let's move into Arkansas players to watch for. When you're talking Razorback scorers, you got to start with number five, Moses Moody. Moody, a guy, played in all 24 and started, by the way, all 24 games for Arkansas. Guy shooting 42% with the field, 37% from three, and he leads their team in points, 16.6 points per game. Again, a really elite scorer. I would say... One of the best in the SEC. I mean, listen, right there with, with A.J. Lawson, I think he's just below him as far as scores are concerned. But, again, Moses Moody, certainly a guy to watch for. Again, you talk about another guy, Justin Smith. Uh, Smith, a guy started 20 games, started every game he's played in, 12.1 points per game. Again, shooting at just 24% from three, but he's shooting 52% from the field, guys. And then Jalen Tate. Jalen Tate, number 11, a guy that sticks out to me, again, Started all 24 games with the Razorbacks, shooting 51% from the field, uh, 66% from free throw range, 10.8 points per game against 36% from three. And again, you you look at these scorers for Arkansas. This is the this is the averages. They got a lot of guys that can beat you. 16.6, 12.7, 12.1, 10.8, 8.9, 7.5, 7.3. I mean, Arkansas is deep. They've got dudes all over the place. Let's talk keys to the game, guys. We'll go ahead and move to that. My first thing is this. And like I said, it, it sounds really obvious. And it is really obvious. Let's call it what it is. But there is some merit to it. And my first key is this. Keep Coos hot. And I'm talking, of course, about Jermaine Kuznar. And this team is just a different team. They're a completely different team where Jermaine Kuznar is playing well, this offense runs a lot smoother. Heck, the defense looks more crisp. I expect A.J. Lawson to come out and do his thing. Because, again, I think this is his final game in Columbia. Or, excuse me, not in Columbia, but on his home floor at CLA. I think he'll play well. I, I, I think he'll have one of those games, if you I expect him to go over 20 points. What can Jermaine Kuznard give you? Because, again, I, I hate to put it on one, on one guy, but his inconsistencies, his struggles, if you will, has killed this team. Bottom line has killed this team. So, number one, keep Coos hot. My second key to the game, 
high-pressure defense, baby, get in their face. Again, if you want to pull a big-time upset, you want to upset the 12th-ranked team in the country, you're going to have to force turnovers. You're going to have to force the issue. You're going to have to get after them. Again, Frank Martin, I heard this week on SEC Network referred to as a defensive genius, right? He's a defensive genius. Well, let's see how smart he is in this one. What do you dial up, Frank? What do you do? How do you get Arkansas off their game? Again, a team that is averaging – 82.4 points per game. And again, I know that Georgia game was fun and all, but outside of that Georgia game, you've been letting everybody go over their average. You've been letting every elite scorer go over their average. What do you dial up defensively? And again, high-pressure defense, I think a major key in this one. Again, the final key to the game for me. You return home, your final home game of this season. And it's been an up-and-down season. It's been mostly down. I mean, it's been a very tumultuous year and a lot of adversity and and it hasn't been a whole lot of fun most of the time. Again, coming home to CLA, you're coming off a win. You finally have something to feel good about. Maybe you carry some confidence into it. Maybe you carry some momentum. Feast in the friendly confines. Do you have a pack CLA to cheer you on? No, you do not. But again, just coming home, waking up in your own bed on this morning, Tuesday morning, playing in your own arena. Again, the last one for a lot of these guys, I think, at the CLA Feast in the friendly confines, man. Play with confidence. Play with intensity. Play with urgency. Play for one another. Leave it all on the floor and just see what happens. So, again, my key is the game. Keep Coos hot, high-pressure defense, and feast in the friendly confines, guys, which leads me into my prediction. Can South Carolina make it two straight wins? Back-to-back wins. How long has it been since South Carolina won back-to-back games. I mean, again, you entered Saturday on a six-game losing streak. So, have they won back-to-back games all season? Like, I genuinely can't remember. I I think they have. I think they have going back to the Florida A&M and then beating Texas A&M. So, South Carolina's won back-to-back games. But it's been a while. I mean, that feels like eons ago. Can South Carolina find a way to do it? You know, And the question kind of goes back to this is that did you actually turn a corner or did you, did you find something in Athens or does Frank Martin just own Tom Crean in Georgia? Does he just, is the matchup just that perfect for USC basketball to where they just dominate the dogs every time they play? Cause again, you think it's crazy. Georgia hadn't beaten Carolina since 2016 on the hardwood. I mean, it's just wild. It's a wild statistic. It really is. And the games don't seem to be close, especially this year. Arkansas comes in, like I said, uh, that, you know, we're in the month of March, right? As John Rossi would say, this is March, right? We're in the month of March. Everybody's thinking about their, 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 their stat, their position, their status in regards to, you know, the bubble and where they fall as far as seating and, and March madness and all that good stuff. Um, this Arkansas team, of course, is fighting for that. And then you have a team like South Carolina trying to play spoiler. You know, Arkansas comes in here on the road, 12th-ranked team in the country. What can the Gamecocks do against them? Are they a little bit overconfident? How are they feeling coming into this one? Again, Arkansas, a really quality club, though, 19-5. and That record's not by mistake. They've got a ton of great scores. I mentioned Moody. They've got Justin Smith. They've got Jalen Tate. They've got Desai Sills. They've got Devontae Davis. They've got Connor Vanover. They've got scores all over the floor. And, again, they play great defense, holding their opponents just 70 points per game again what you saw on Saturday can South Carolina bottle up any of that and bring it into this game tonight against Arkansas I think the Gamecocks on their home floor a guy like AJ Lawson for sure who I think this is his last game with the CLA I think he'll have a great night I think this team will battle I think this team will fight scratch and claw and I think it'll do everything it can in this one 
But I do believe, unfortunately, I just think there's more of something. It more has to do with the, the result we saw on Saturday. It more has to do with South Carolina simply just owns Georgia on the hardwood. And again, I don't really understand it. I can't really compute it. But Arkansas is a different beast. And I don't think Georgia is like a great club by any means this year. And Arkansas, that is certainly a step up. Again, 12th ranked in the country, and it's not by mistake. I think the Gamecocks battle Arkansas. Would not be surprised to see this one close at half. But I think the Razorbacks are going to pull away. Again, I've got Arkansas winning this game. Razorbacks 86, South Carolina 72. Uh, Again, I think it's going to be a tough night. Uh, You know, at home, you love to maybe see some magic. And again, nothing's going to come out of this season, right? It's a wash. We know it's over. But, man, wouldn't it just be nice to have a feel-good win like this? You know, pull the upset, play spoiler in Arkansas season. But unfortunately, I think things – kind of get back to the norm. And I hate to say that, but I think things kind of get back to the norm tonight at CLA. I think Arkansas, give them credit, man. They're a really, really good ball club. They're a good team. And and it's just going to be tough for South Carolina, I think, to get anything going against, again, a team that, what is their weakness? I mean, they're really stingy defensively. They can score the basketball. They move the basketball. I think you're going to have to win on the outside. You're going to have to shoot the three ball well. You're going to have to, of course, I think A.J. Lawson have a good game, but can you get Jermaine Kuznar to show up yet again? Can Trey Hannibal break out? How much can Minot uh, really give you? How much can Minot really give you? Um, I think it's going to come down to that. So I think it's going to be a tough matchup for South Carolina. Again, I got Arkansas winning the game. Uh, Razorbacks 86, South Carolina 72. All right, so that'll do it for Carolina basketball. Um, quick note before we wrap up, Carolina baseball playing at Winthrop tonight. Six o'clock, first pitch again in Rock Hill, which I got a gripe for the University of South Carolina, I don't see a streaming option. I don't think this one stream. We might have to do the old school and listen to this thing on the radio, which, listen, I, I love the radio. I love the radio broadcast and the play-by-play and all that, but it's 2021, and we don't have a stream. Like, what is going on? Again, Gamecocks, though, after that big series win, taking the series, winning both games of the weekend, playing at Winthrop. Josiah Seitler, the lefty, the Southpaw getting the start, which I think – is really interesting, really intriguing. And South Carolina has plenty of options when it comes to bullpen and bullpen depth. Excited to see what Seitler can do, a guy that I think has made, I mean, honestly, huge strides. I, I did not think Seitler would be, be a part of this pitching staff or, or this bullpen or this certainly getting a starting role uh, by any chance. But, of course, you played them last week. You played Winthrop at Founders Park. You're able to pull away late. The biggest thing I'll be watching for is this. And, again, outside of watching Josiah Seitler, because, again, a fellow Southpaw myself, I'll be interested to see what he can do for you. But – you know, you're 6-0, and right? Morale's extremely high. Everybody's fired up. Everybody's pumped up. You know, everybody feels good. You just took two from Clemson. You went undefeated on the weekend. Again, you haven't lost a game. You jumped up to 14th in the rankings, 13th in another poll. You know, is there a letdown of any kind? Again, Winthrop's not on your level. Uh, they don't belong in the field with you. Um, and you saw that last week. But that game was really close up until I think the fifth inning was like three to three and you pulled away and you hit a couple of bombs, obviously, and we all went home happy. But, you know, South Carolina baseball is not going to go undefeated. They're not. There's 56 games. They're going to lose a game like they are. They're going to lose many games, um, probably. So I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to, you know, rain on everybody's parade. I think certainly there's a game South Carolina should win. Um, but, you know, We'll see this group and we'll see this team. Again, I don't question leadership or anything. I feel good about the guys. But, again, it's just really important that you don't roll into a game like this because, listen, I've been there. I've done that. I've been in a locker room. We've played in midweek games. With, oh, it's just the midweek. It's winter. We're just going to kick their ass. It doesn't matter anyways. We're going to go ahead and look ahead to Mercer. No big deal, blah, blah, blah. We just beat Clemson. We feel so good about ourselves. 
locking in, focusing on the task at hand, taking care of business. Again, you're the better team. There's no question about it. And with all due respect to Winther, by the way, the Eagles, I think, have got a solid program. Don't get me wrong. But it's a game you should win, and you want to do your best to keep the momentum rolling, and it starts with Josiah Seitler giving you five or six strong innings on the mound, obviously keeping the bats going. What's Wes Clark going to do? What's Andrew Eister going to do? Those are guys, and those are names to watch for. But, again, I feel good about South Carolina in this one. I'm not questioning anything. Um, the cocks are hot right now. We all love to see it. But I just want to see a group go out there and be, be focused, be locked in, taking on a faceless, nameless opponent. doesn't matter if it's Clemson, doesn't matter if it's Winthrop, doesn't matter if it's Vandy, if it's Florida, if it's Mercer, doesn't matter. You approach it the same way. So, again, I think they'll do that. Hopefully they will do it. Again, first pitch at 6, the basketball game at 6.30. We'll go live in the pregame show, 5 to 5.30. Talk about both games. And, again, I, I guess for baseball we'll have a radio broadcast, and for basketball we will watch the game, that game on SEC Network. So, again, guys, that'll do it for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Again, game day, go Cox. Beat Arkansas, beat Winthrop, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Thanks so much.